Hey, welcome back to another episode of Eco Power. It's a Jack and Daxter podcast. Uh, if you haven't uh, heard this podcast before, uh, like I said, it's a podcast all about Jack and Daxter, about the lore of the series, the mechanics of the series. I am your host, Kevin Emery. So let's just get started. Uh, I always start the podcast off with like a trivia question to kind of just kind of hold the show together, I guess. Uh, so I start with the trivia question. And then I give you the answer at the end of the podcast if you haven't figured it out by then. So the trivia question today is how many precursor blockers um, are there on Snowy Mountain? If you don't know what those are, um, they are the things you have to kind of like they have like that force field uh, kind of see through force field that comes around them. And then you have to try to hit the button on top of the little, they almost kind of look like drums that stick out of the ice. And you have to hit that little button on top of them and it's got a force field around them. So you have to figure out how to jump over the force field. Like you have to time your jumps just right. And those are basically called the precursor blockers. So how many of them are there in total on Snowy Mountain? Do you know? Not a lot of people know that. So I would be surprised if you did. Try to see if you can remember or count it in your head uh, without... Looking it up on Google, honestly, don't blame me if you do, but try to figure it out without doing it. And like I said, if you can't figure it out or if you don't feel like looking it up, I'll give you the answer at the end of the podcast. So, yeah. So, the first, where we left off last was right before we went to go fight Claw um, in the Blue Sage Hut area, the Rock Village area. So, you ended off where you had to get 45 power cells in order to lift that boulder from the, the machine that the Blue Sage Hut had created, or the the Blue Sage Hut, the Blue Sage had created, geez Louise. Um, and so that's where we left off last. So basically, you the next thing you need to do is step up the mountain, you got to go fight Claw. Uh, he is pretty easy, he's basically just a giant lurker. Um, it's one of those old-fashioned, you know, uh, boss battles where you just time everything just right. Um, basically he's going to shoot these fire boulders at you and you got to dodge those. You have three little platforms you jump back and forth on and you just got to keep dodging those. He shoots roughly, I think between 10 to 12 of them. I could be wrong about that count, but I think that's about how many he typically shoots. And then once he gets done, he's like charging up his gun or whatever. And then, um, he shoots one, um, and then you basically got to, uh, get your, run toward him you get your blue eco pull the um it's actually a pretty fun boss battle get your blue eco and you pull the precursor metal toward you and then you run across the little bridge and then you shoot yellow eco at him while he's charging a giant boulder and um so yeah and then you repeat that three times you know like i said classic platformer type boss battles repeat that three times and you basically win the fight and once he'll sink into the lava and then you got to jump to the next area the next area is called mountain pass now on mountain pass mountain pass there are 50 uh precursor orbs and there are four power cells now one of those power cells include defeating claw that's one of them so technically claw slash mountain pass is sort of like one technically one area or one level a lot of people consider it to be two but Really, they're kind of conjoined together because one of the power cells, like I said, is actually beating him. That's power cell number one. And then the other one, of course, is getting seven um, of the scout flies. And then you just basically one of them is just reaching to the end of Mountain Pass. And then there's also a hidden one that you can actually you cannot get 
until uh, you get further along, and I'll explain that in just a little bit. Um, basically, to get past Mountain Pass, there's going to be these lurkers, balloon lurkers, that are trying to get to the end of Mountain Pass, and they're about to blow it up. And you have to stop them from doing that. So basically, it's almost like a race to see who could get there first. Uh, you race them down there. And at the very end, right uh, when you get to the very end of where the cave part is, he's about to ignite the dynamite there. Uh, and you bump into him and you cause him to, you know, disappear or die or whatever. And, uh, you know, kid kid version of graphics. Because <laughs> there's no blood and gore in these games, obviously. <laughs> And uh, and basically, once you do that, then you uh, keep them from blowing it up, and you basically win the mission, and then you'll get a power cell at the end. So if you collect um, seven of the scout flies and then reach the end, then you got all the all the power cells you can get at that time. But once you go up uh, to Snowy Mountain, and I'll explain that more in detail in a little bit. But once you go up to a Snowy Mountain, um, you'll activate one of the uh, all the um, yellow eco events because if you've been keeping up with the podcast or you've played the game before you know that each area has a different vents to open the first one in sandover village the green sage area you activate the um blue all the blue eco vents and then in um the rock village area or the uh blue sage hut area then you that's where you activate the all the red eco vents and then the yellow ones are activated in the volcanic crater or the red sage hut area so basically once you get past mountain uh pass once you get past mountain pass you're in volcanic crater now volcanic crater is quite a bit different than the first two areas because if you're uh familiar with the first two areas it's sand over the green sage hut is sort of like he's the watcher over this village he's sort of like sort of like you could say he's a prophet or a mage you know but they're called sages um over this village of sandover village uh samos is and then the same thing with the blue sage hat the blue sage is sort of like the overseer of the um rock village and so there are these villages but then you get to volcanic crater and things are a little bit different the red sage lives here his hut is located here in this basically a volcano he literally lives inside of a volcano and um but there's no villages here and it appears like no one really lives here but there are some people in this area and i'll get to that in just a second so in volcanic crater you have 50 uh, precursor orbs and you get eight power cells, which is kind of interesting because usually the hub areas, like with Sandover Village, Rock Village, so far, have only had six power cells in the hub area. And then the surrounding areas usually have the eight power cells. But I guess this one, there's only two surrounding areas. Before, you had three with each one because with... Uh, the uh, Sandover Village, you know, you had Sentinel Beach, you had Forbidden Jungle, and Misty Islands to explore. Uh, and in Rock Village, you had the Precursor Basin, you had Lost Precursor City, and Buggy Swamp to explore. But this one, you only got Snowy Mountain and Spider Cave. Like, there's just two. So I guess they wanted to give you a couple of extra in the hub world. So you get eight instead of six. So that's kind of nice. Um, so once you, in Volcanic Crater, there's not really any lore or anything. It, like I said, it's pretty much for the most part. Uh, the game explores a little bit further into the story in this area, though. 
uh, Golemiah finally reveal who they really are. Because uh, before you were left in the dark of like you didn't realize that those two people that you were introduced to at the very beginning were actually Gaul and Maya or Gaul. And because you've been trying to get to Gaul in order to change Daxter back into human form. Um, but then you find this is where you find out that Gaul is the actual bad guy causing all these problems that he, you know, he was a sage and he liked to study dark eco and maya also as well uh and he basically the dark eco affected him and it caused him to twist the way his thinking the way he looks and everything and he basically became this evil person and um so now you're on a mission to stop him and um because basically they revealed they're going to open up the, what they call the silos, which according to Samos, he seems really concerned about it because evidently there's lots and lots of dark ego, enough it down there where you could literally cover the entire world with just dark ego. And um, so, yeah, so basically Samos has become concerned and now he feel, now we're on a mission to stop him. You know, before the mission was to just change Daxter back, but now the mission is to stop them. And so a little bit more into the story and the lore a little bit, but in terms of surrounding areas, there's not really a whole lot of lore here. There is a um, oracle you talk to, and he gives you a little bit more information on some things. And you, of course, you can get two power cells from him for 120 uh, precursor orbs. And But then if you explore around a little bit, there's actually this little inner cave area where you meet these two miners uh, called Gordy and uh, I forget the other one's name. Um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, he, uh, they're basically trying to dig out this giant gem because they think it's going to be worth a lot. And um, but so they think Jack and Daxter are trying to steal their gem from them or trying to take some of their gems and stuff, but Dax tells them, it's like, no, we're looking for power cells. We don't care about gems. And they reveal to them, basically, that they have four power cells, and if you, uh, they'll let you have them if you bring them 90 uh, orbs each, and the 90 orbs are basically going to help them uh, continue to dig these uh, gems out that they want. And uh, so it's kind of interesting, instead of giving you multiple people here, they basically just give you a two dudes and they just give them a lot of power cells and you're just going to collect most of your power cells from them because in most areas they spread the power cells out between various people and you do different missions for them or you bring them 90 orbs and um, but this one it's like just give them four and then you can just give them 90 orbs each so not as creative I will say uh, so Volcanic Crater is much more simplistic in terms of like story and exploration and stuff, but I still really like this area. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because it's such a contrast to compared to the rest of the game, like this hub world at least, but I just really like this area for some reason. It's just like it's so much fun to just look around. It's not too much fun to really explore, but it's just it's a lot of fun to like the atmosphere and stuff I really like. And like I said, it's a lot of fun to just kind of look around and in the environment and things like that. I just like it a lot. <laughs> so the first place you'll most likely go to is probably Snowy Mountain. Of course, you can go to Spider Cave if you want to um, first, if you want to. But most likely, you're probably going to go to Snowy Mountain first. Um, so if you go up to Snowy Mountain, 
Uh, there are 200 precursor orbs, and there are eight power cells. Um, so in Snowy Mountain is an easy place to get lost in. I really do like Snowy Mountain, but it, it's easy to get lost there. Um, it's, there's a lot, of, it's even probably in some ways even easier than Boggy Swamp is. Like with Boggy Swamp, you, it's, it's easy to kind of go around in circles a little bit, but Snowy Mountain's not much better. Like I said, there's a lot of places where I'm like, cause everything just looks so similar because of the snow. It's like the snow covers up so much stuff and you sit there and think, have I been here before? It's like, I can't remember, you know, before that, a lot of areas, you know, there's such a differences in between different areas and you're like you know like i know i've been here before you know it's clear as day the only one that might be a little confusing is lost precursor city but since that level is much more linear and you're basically just working your way down it's pretty easy to tell that you've been there before or not because you you're just working your way down the the level but with these open more open areas that look very similar it can get kind of confusing sometimes there's not a whole lot of lore in snowy mountain though um, it's mostly just most of the stuff. This is kind of the point of the game where, uh, story why you can tell things started to get a little rushed at this part of the game much because things begin more simplistic. There's not as much, uh, rich, uh, atmosphere, like things added to things. Um, and things like that, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know, like, there's not as much stuff. Like, with Sandover Village, it's like, there's a village, there's people, everything's really fleshed out and stuff like that very well. And, uh, but with Rock Village, there's still quite a few people. Now, the village itself isn't fleshed out super well, but there's still a lot of stuff and a lot of people there. Uh, but with this area, it's like, there's no village, there's not really any people, it's much more simplistic, and then Snowy Mountain is no exception. There's not really anything going on there. It doesn't really appear up front like there's, like, maybe there's some coverings of old Precursor stuff and stuff like that. I mean, there's Precursor metal there, but at, at first glance, it just kind of looks like, oh, it's just a Snowy Mountain. But if you pay close attention and you look... There's one part up on Snowy Mountain. It's kind of hard to explain where it's at. You just kind of have to explore around. But there's one part where if you look down, you stand on this ice. And if you look through the ice, you can see like these, uh, a lot of precursor metal down there. And it almost appears like there might be a temple in there. It's really, really hard to tell. And this is just a theory. I have looked at it multiple times and it. I just, I still can't really tell. Uh, but it looks, it appears like it could be a precursor temple frozen down in there. Like maybe at one point Snowy Mountain was actually just a mountain area, just a greenery mountain area. And at another point it became a, you know, it became frozen over or snowed over. And it froze this temple completely under this ice. And I noticed that I started thinking about like, what are the point of these um, stoppers? Like I mentioned in the uh, trivia question, there are these uh, precursor blockers that you have to stand up. Like, what's the point of this mission? I always wondered. I'm like, I always kind of figured like when I was young, I was just like, ah, this is just naughty dog trying to give you something to do. You know, there's not really any lore to it. But then I started thinking about it. Like, I wonder if these uh, precursor blockers have something to do with that frozen possible temple down there and maybe you're activating something down in there and that's what of course if you uh, do all of them you get a power cell but maybe you're activating something down in in the um, the temple or something that used to be 
you know, at one point accessible, but now it's not because it's frozen over. You would basically need to chip completely through it in order to get to what's down in there. And um, I find it interesting that Samos is so intrigued by the precursors. And he's like, all he's really done, though, is he's, you know, talked to the plants about it and then asked the plants to talk to the rock and um, they don't know anything evidently but it's like there's so much exploring to do in these worlds it's like you got these temples and stuff like in Precursor Basin there's a temple over in Forbidden Jungle and and maybe he has explored some of these areas but it's like and then you got this temple over in Snowy Mountain that's frozen or at least I think it might be it's hard like I said it's hard to tell uh, it could just be just precursor metal down there. Who knows? But just generalized precursor metal. But uh, I think it might be a temple. And it's like he could, you know, it's like for someone who's that curious and, you know, the precursors, he really hasn't done a whole lot of exploring. You know, <laughs> it's like you think if he was that intrigued or that curious, he would explore a little bit more. But anyway, I digress. But that's pretty much Snowy Mountain in a nutshell. There's not really a whole lot to say about that area. It's just a... A middle of the road liking for me. I don't hate this area, but I don't necessarily love it either. It's um, that's probably the biggest problem with the Red Sage Hut is there's. I really do like Volcanic Crater, but I'm not the biggest fan of the area surrounding because we're about to talk about Spider Cave, and Spider Cave is my least favorite place to be. All oh, like I avoid this area like the plague. Um, I have 100% completed it before because I have gotten all power cells in the game a couple of times, but it's not something I, now that I've done it before, it's not something I do. Every time I play through Jack and Daxter now, I pretty much almost entirely skip Spider Cave if I can. Um, I, I get as many power cells as I can from other areas, and I pretty much completely try to avoid Spider Cave altogether because I cannot stand this place. I don't like Spider Cave. I think it's boring. I think it's annoying because it's complete. It's so dark in there. I can't see anything. And all the Naughty Dog gives you are these little crystal lights that you hit, and it lights up the area for like a split second, which tells you nothing. And immediately, once it goes dark, I cannot see where I'm going again. There's large areas of the, like I said, but I can't see. I don't like a lot of the missions in there. Um, where you have to shoot these centipede things. I don't like those missions because uh, I don't really like rail shooters. And I don't like I don't like platforming on a lot of those poles because it's so dark and I can't hardly see half of them uh, swinging on those poles. I like doing the platforming, like on the poles and stuff, but it's like it's so dark I can't see. And it just ruins the whole experience for me. And it's just, like I said, it's not a very interesting place to explore for me. It's just kind of boring. I think. Um, but in Spider Cave, there are 200 precursor orbs and there are eight power cells, of course. Um, so if you like Spider Cave or if it's just an okay place for you, I recommend definitely going in there and just getting a few, uh, at least getting some power cells. Because there are a couple in there that are honestly pretty easy to get at just the beginning area. And, um,. But if you hate the place like me, I recommend um, getting all the power cells you can from other areas and then just, you know, you could pretty much completely skip this level if you wanted to, if you got enough power cells. Um, and that's pretty much what I do. Like I said, um, there. this is probably the only area slash level, whatever you want to call it, 
in the game that I absolutely just don't like. There are a lot of places in the there are some places in the game that I just think are okay, but there's not really any I just absolutely hate or dis absolutely just dislike. Even as much as I dislike Boggy Swamp, I don't hate the place. It's just it's just yeah, don't, I'm not crazy about it. I'm just like yeah. But there are a couple of missions in there that are enjoyable. But with Spider Cave, there's no missions I like. the The level or the area design and the um, missions in there feel really lazy to me feel really boring to me like i said this is an example of like the game feeling a little bit more slapped together kind of rushed toward the end of this part you can tell naughty dog spent most of their time with the very uh, first part of the game and rightfully so i'm not hating on them or anything or trying to be negative about it but you can tell they spent a lot more time at the beginning of the game and then later at toward the end like with volcanic crater and spider cave and stuff like that all these areas and places feel very like i said just very rushed very hurried along very slapped together and um and it shows very well like i said with places like spider cave that i just don't care for i've heard some people say they don't mind this area but most people don't like from what i've told most jack and daxter fans aren't crazy about spider cave from who from what i can tell but yeah, that's Spider Cave for you. So basically, once you get done, uh, since there's only, like I said, two places to explore outside of Volcanic Crater, because you got Volcanic Crater's your hub world, and then you got Snowy Mountain and Spider Cave. So uh, basically, at this point, uh, what you need to do to progress in the game through Lava Tube is you need 72 power cells. And um, if you if you explored all you wanted in this area and you don't have 72 power cells yet, then basically you're going to have to go back to previous areas and collect power cells from there. Um, so, you, of course, the game is really well about letting you travel back and forth very quickly and very easily. It was designed very well that way. Like I said, all you got to do is go to the Red Sage Hut and then travel through the Warp Gate. And, um, you know, you can go back to the Blue Sage Hut or the Green Sage Hut and uh, travel in those areas there. So, and you need to get to 72 power cells to, in order, like I said, to progress to Lava Tube. The interesting thing about this concept is once you get 72 power cells, your last 70 uh, second power cell is, this is technically the last power cell you need in the game. You don't need any more power cells after this. Now, you get more power cells because there's 101 of them in the game, and you will get more power cells in order to save your game, but you actually don't need them at all. You could, like, if you weren't, unless you were just, like, um, in Golemiah's Citadel, once you, you'll collect more power cells there, but you actually don't need to collect any of those. Uh Unless you, like I said, except for the exception of actually saving your game. Because once you get a power cell, it saves your game. Um, so you could technically, if you wanted to just play this place in all in one go, like once you get past Lava Tube and you f go through Golemiah Citadel, if you you could just beat the missions, not collect the power cells, and literally f go up to the game and you all you have is 72 power cells and you can beat the game which is 72 so it's kind of interesting this is actually the last power cell you need to actually progress in the game but you probably will collect more because like i said they do help save your game plus if you're wanting to go for 100 obviously you're going to need more power cells you just don't need any more to actually progress so it's kind of interesting though um but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, the next episode, I believe, we'll talk about Lava Tube a little bit more. Like I said, I touched on it just some, but I wanted to uh, just kind of mention that a little briefly. Um, 
I really, like I said, I really do like these areas, uh, this area of Volcanic Crater, the hub world, and I like Snowy Mountain pretty good. It's just, unfortunately, I'm not crazy about Spider Cave, and it, this area could use a little bit more fleshing out. It would have been cool if, like, maybe you would have seen, like, if Naughty Dog would have had more time. I know they were pressed for time and stuff like that. They needed to get it released by a certain date or whatever, And uh, but it would have been cool if you could have had, like, maybe a little cave or something. Um instead of leading like to the miners or maybe you had two caves or something one could have led to the miners and then if you travel through another cave it could have led you to maybe an outside area outside of volcanic crater maybe to like a little green foresty village or something that would have been cool and then that could have been the village maybe the red sage hut could have been over because it, it seems it just feels so out of place at some points when you think about the fact that i mean i guess the sage doesn't have to be over a village it's just it just feels a little out of place at some point like I said, when you think about the way the green sage and the blue sage hut operates, because even when you go to Rock Village, uh, the warrior, he even refers to the blue sage as our sage, the master of blue eco. You know, he refers to them like you could tell they look up to this sage. And so, like I said, I know the sage doesn't necessarily have to be over a village, but it just it makes this f place feel a little bit more out of place because of the fact that there's not really any village nearby at least not one that you can see um if there is one that he's supposed to be over the game doesn't show it or reveal it in any way so it would have been really cool like i said if naughty dog would have again if naughty dog would have had more time it would have been really cool to like maybe have a little outer village or something like you could have went through the, like a little cave or something or heck maybe even even cooler it would have been to maybe have like a little village inside of a cave like maybe it would have been a big hollowed out area and there could have been a bunch of like maybe miners and people various people that lived inside this cave that would have been really cool and then their sage could have been the red sage and um excuse me and uh, that would have been awesome like it would have been really cool to see something like that like i said but i know naughty dog was pressed for time they had, that takes a lot more work because not only do you have to design the level then you have to create the characters and you would if you wanted to enter naughty dog wanted you to interact with these characters and then you need voice actors and there's a lot more work involved you know just by adding this one little area and so I totally understand. It would have just been cool to see if this game ever gets remade, which would be awesome. It would be cool to for Naughty Dog or whoever remakes it would actually go back and add some extra detail into some of these areas. And if um, you know, if that this game ever did get remade, that would be a cool thing to see in a Volcanic Crater. Like I said, if you could add like a village of some sort right outside or maybe inside of a cave of some sort and um, have a little village in there that would be awesome but yeah that's pretty much it for today's podcast uh, so the trivia question was how many uh, precursor blockers are there that you have to step on in order to get a power cell well if you haven't figured it out it there's 13 of them so i think there's two at the very beginning when you first get to snowy mountain there's like two up there and then once you head off to veer to the left there, when you go up that part where the, the snowy balls kind of fall down at you, um, the, there's two more, I think, there. And then there, then there's the spot on the ice where you slide around, and I think there's like four or five of them there. And then there's the part where you have to cross the bridge, and there's these different platforms that are attached to these bridges, these little uh, wooden bridges. 
Uh, and I think there's two or three, four of them over there. And basically once you, uh, they all add up to be about 13 of them. And uh, yeah, so, and they're easy to miss. Like I said, I, I remember when I first played Snowy Mountain when I was younger uh, and exploring that area, like I said, I was trying to get all these, um, those activated and I just, I couldn't, I had, I struggled to find all of them because like I said, it's, they're easy to miss some of them. And um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. There's 13 of them. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, this is Eco Power. I am Kevin Emery, and I am out. Oh, by the way, if um, if you want to check out my other podcasts, I do have other podcasts. I have a uh, Legacy of Goku podcast. I also have my daily podcast, Internet Exposition. So if you want to check those out and my YouTube channel, all the link will be in the description uh, in the show notes. If you want to check those out, you can. But yeah, thank you for listening.